0: Hey my friend, welcome along to the Nutrition Nuggets podcast, helping you get clarity on nutrition. I'm your host, Dale Pinnock, Sunday Times best-selling author, nutritionist, and creator of the Culinary Medicine College. Every episode here in the podcast, we dig deep on the subject of nutrition to give you clarity, to give you answers, and to expand your knowledge. Hey my friends, how you doing? I hope you're well. I hope you've had a fantastic week. So this week's episode of the podcast, again, is a question that's come to me from Instagram. This is from Angelo saying, I'm in my mid-50s. I follow a plant-based diet. Should I worry about calcium? Well, the short answer is no, uh, but I'll tell you why later on. Calcium is, of course, one of those nutrients that everyone seems fixated on when people talk about following a plant-based diet so let's have a look at what calcium actually does in the body calcium is vital for so many different activities it is of course a vitally important nutrient it has an important role to play in blood clotting it is a by the way sorry if there's a racket my my neighbors have got gobs like foghorns and all (laughs) i've been hearing them all day so i do apologize if any of that leeches in from the background um calcium is involved in muscular contraction now calcium and magnesium work together within our muscle to regulate contraction and relaxation calcium causes muscle fibers to contract magnesium causes muscle fibers to relax so those two work in tandem calcium is involved in regulating normal heart rhythm again it's it's to do with partially regulating muscular contraction, but also because calcium plays a vital role in regulating how the nervous system operates and how nerves fire. So that, of course, has a role to play in cardiovascular function, in heart rhythm, but also in general neurological function as well. Then, of course, there is the most well-known activity that calcium plays, and that is to give rigidity and hardness to the skeleton so let's look at that particularly because i think i know why angela's saying this why she's kind of discussing her age and should she be concerned because obviously people start to worry about bone density as as well all of us as we age um our bone density will start to decrease a little bit. Obviously, it depends on the kind of weight bearing activity that you do and what your diet and lifestyle is like across the lifespan. But once we start getting kind of 50 plus, I mean, women, it's more of an issue because they start to move towards the menopause. Uh, For men, it's going to be like late 60s, early 70s, where it becomes more of an issue. But still, as we advance in years, it becomes an issue. So people do start to think about these things and it's this main concern is bone density so when it comes to skeletal health i liken calcium to the bricks on a building site okay so this is one of the reasons why i say we shouldn't get overly fixated on calcium because i use the analogy of calcium being like bricks on a building site absolutely that is the structural component that everything's made of, but without bricklayers and floorers and you know block and beam floorers and labourers and etc etc the different people that work on a building site to actually build a house without all of those the bricks are just gonna sit there. So I would say when it comes to skeletal health, calcium is probably the least important part of the entire picture. I, Angela, I would be more focused on vitamin D. Vitamin D, it, it, well, it, I mean, it's got a myriad of roles, as we're starting to see. It, it's got a huge, huge, huge amount of roles to play in the body. But one of the main ones that we know is to maintain serum concentrations of calcium. So the amount of calcium in our blood needs to be within a very, very tight set of parameters. Too high, too low, both are a problem. So when we consume a meal and the calcium comes in and blood levels of calcium go up, vitamin D takes that calcium from the bloodstream, that excess, it leaves the amount that needs to be there. But that excess, it takes and it deposits it within the skeleton it actually lays that calcium down. Likewise, if our calcium levels drop too low, then vitamin D will actually activate osteoclasts, which are the cells that start to leach calcium from the skeleton and actually put it back into circulation. So it's a two-way street. Vitamin D, is, it's, it, it creates a two-way street, okay? But vitamin D is one of the most efficient nutrients in this part of the world. For the simple reason that the primary source of vitamin D for humans is the conversion of cholesterol into vitamin D precursors upon exposure to ultraviolet radiation, i.e. the sun. So for most of the year, we're buggered. Okay, We, we really don't get anywhere near enough to, to get our serum levels up. So we need to look at getting sufficient vitamin D. You can get it from foods. Full fat dairy contains some. Certain types of mushroom are very rich in vitamin D. So things like chestnut mushrooms that have been grown in the right way. You'll see the label on the packet. And um, organ meats. But, you know, not many people eat organ meats. Oh, also oily fish. Not many people eat organ meats. Not many people eat enough oily fish. And everyone is terrified of full-fat dairy. So there's not much coming into our diet. You need to think about a supplement. So that's number one. Then you also need to think about magnesium, copper, boron, all of these other nutrients are far more important because they're the ones that take the calcium, the bricks, and lay it down within the skeletal matrix, i.e. actually build the house. Now, of course, you need to get calcium in the diet. But the the thing is, you say you follow a plant-based diet, which means you're consuming no dairy products. We've had it drummed into us that dairy is like the be-all and the end-all when it comes to our calcium intake. But that's come from the dairy industry. That's not come from nutritional science whatsoever. Let me tell you, I mean, I, I eat everything. I love a bit of cheese. I love butter. I love all of that. It's great. But let me tell you, from purely the nutritional science point of view calcium is ubiquitous within our diet and also there are some far su- there are sources that are far superior when it comes to bioavailability okay which means how well we can actually use it cashew nuts almonds green leafy vegetables a lot of whole grains these are all fantastic sources of calcium tofu as well wonderful source of calcium there is so many different ways to get calcium in your diet. As long as you're consuming a whole food plant-based diet, meaning you're actually eating the fruit, the veg, the nuts, the seeds, the whole grains, the good stuff, then I guarantee you've got your cu- your bases covered. What I would be more concerned about is your vitamin D levels. Okay, Your vitamin D levels will have far greater bearing on your long-term skeletal health Angela than the calcium ever will so provide that that's really the take-home answer no you shouldn't be worried about calcium as long as you're eating a good diverse plant-based diet you're eating plenty of nuts and seeds and whole grains and green leafy vegetables and all of that great stuff you're getting the calcium in your diet What you need to worry about is the things that will actually make sure the calcium gets where it needs to go and is used in the way that it needs to be used. So look at a vitamin D supplement. I would say four to 10,000 international units a day, and you're definitely in the healthy ballpark. So there we go, my friends. Quick little rant about that. If you have a question, then do send it in to me, info at dalepinnock.com. That is the website. Also, if you love geeking out about nutrition, if you love going down the rabbit hole, if you love this kind of information and you want to take a deeper dive, then why don't you check out the Culinary Medicine College? This is my nutrition school. I have created a diploma for all backgrounds, all levels, that is a qualification that is now recognized in 39 countries. We have an incredible faculty of staff teaching on this course. We have myself, obviously. We have Dr. Alan Desmond, Dr. and Newman, Dr. Asim Malhotra. We have Callum Walker. We have Christine Bailey. We've got some fantastic people contributing to this program. If... That's what you love. If you love going down that rabbit hole, then go over to the website, culinarymedicinecollege.com. Check us out. You could even sign up for a taster course there and have a feel around, see what we do, how we do it, the kind of level that we go into. Anyway, I've gone on long enough. Thank you so much for joining me. I will be speaking to you again next week. Until then, take care, stay safe, stay healthy, smell you later.